to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. We are talking One Tree Hill still. Season 3. Episode 8. The worst day since yesterday. Yes. Uh, which is a Flogging Molly song. And I feel like I haven't heard flo- the name Flogging Molly in a thousand I know, years. right? <laughs> Man. Flogging Molly. Throwback. Yep. This episode, I don't even know. Again, I feel like this episode also was not familiar to me. Yeah, same. <laughs> what is happening? Did we watch this season ever? Like, Have we seen this show before? Maybe we <laughs> haven't. I don't know. <laughs> you say there's some brothers. I don't know. Goodness. <sighs> but it starts... A little differently, like, because we kind of get the, like, town, Main Street, everyone's decorating because it's going to be the first game of the basketball season. Ooh, people are cheering and signs and sparkles and... Yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) And then we go to Brooke's apartment. Yes. (laughs) So she is telling Haley and Peyton how she slept with Chris Keller. And Peyton's like, Chris Keller? Like, Chris Keller. And Haley's like, wait, and Lucas saw this? Like, Lucas saw? <laughs> yeah. And Brooke's oh. like, please, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know how bad this is. Please stop. <laughs> oh, man. And then Haley. Haley's like, did he sing to you? <laughs> and Brooke's like, oh, my God, I'm a groupie. <laughs> I know. It was just like a whole scene. Oh, poor Brooke. <laughs> She's very upset. As she should be. Yes. And, um, like, that's when we learned, too. Like, she's been trying to call Lucas, but yeah. he hasn't been answering. Yeah. Well, and then she says something about how she doesn't want to leave him a pathetic apology on his on his answering machine. And Haley's like, thanks. Oh, awkward. <laughs> oh, awkward. You mean, like, I did with Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but then that's when Chris Keller shows up with donuts. Yes. Ugh. Yes. But the girls take the donuts and kick him out. Yes, they so do. Fine. They just shut the door in his face. <laughs> okay, question. Yeah. Before we get fully into this episode, yes. how old is Chris Keller supposed to be? Okay, I had that question 12,000 times this episode because. Because for some reason until now, I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, because in that way of, like, clearly, so we established seasons one and two, everyone was about, like, 17. Yeah. And then this is, we're going into senior now, senior year, so again, they're going to be in that 17, yeah, 17. towards 18 at yeah. some point, if people have birthdays on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, because we're still in the first half, they should all still be 17. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, he was on tour, totally fine. And I guess I just, I, I mean, I assumed he was, like legal like at least 18 right but he has to be over 21 because it very much seems like he's like an american legal adult yes and i mean like later in the episode he's with dan and dan's just like offering him alcohol mm-hmm. which i mean to be fair is a very dan thing anyways right but it, it seemed more in a oh you're of age yes you can drink and then I was like, yeah, wait, how much older is yeah. he? Because then you get into that weird, like, yes, they're all at least 17, 
So like consent is different, but it's also like, like how, like, is he 24, 25? Like that's too far, you know, like. But then why is this guy going after a bunch of high schoolers? Yeah. Well, and especially because like if he's got to be somewhere in like 21 to 25. One would think, yes. The last thing that I would want at that age anyways is someone in high school. Right. It's gross. Like it's not it's not the it's not the age gap, like the number of years. No. It's the specific life right. spot. That like I would not be here for. Yeah. So yeah. Ugh. Yeah, cuz it really wouldn't even necessarily be that big of an age gap numbers wise. No. Cuz right if he's 21 or 22, it's such different, for, you know, like life stages of your life that yeah. It seems like a much bigger age gap. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, I, I literally had that question Multiple at least times twice through. in this yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, putting a pin in that. <laughs> yes. We see Lucas going for a run. He kind of looks like he's on the struggle bus with that. Yeah. And is this the part where he, like, looks at his red door and has, yes. like, a face about it? Yes. Okay. Well, he has, happens. due to the mixture of his hair and his current, like... <laughs> his weird hedgehog hair? <laughs> well, and just his weird, you know, like, his current physique at this point, and then the yeah. whiny face, like, get out of here. Yeah, like, are they, did Something he, like, just... lose weight on purpose to make himself look like he's I don't sickly know. with HCM? Well, I mean, and, like, we were talking about it last time, right? Like, this yeah. would have been, like, post breakup right with Sophia but still like just yeah I don't know there's just something going on and it's just mostly again no body shaving to whatever no, physique, no, no, no. hair whatever I, yeah it's his face it's his whiny face yeah I agree and then when you mix that with He's the rest so whiny this episode so. oh the whiniest yeah I can't such a baby but yes anyway. you do see him look at the red door and you're like oh why is who why is he looking at the red door we will find out yeah. But first, Peyton and Brooke are walking along on the boardwalk of a part that we haven't really seen, I think, before. Yeah. Anyway, nice looking part of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peyton is uh, struggling to figure out how to cheer Brooke up because she's not usually the sunshine one. <laughs> yeah. It's Brooke's job. But I mean, she's good. She's like, you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Like, you weren't actually dating, you know, so you didn't cheat on him. People screw up. Like, just talk to him. But, and, like, is this when she points out, like, Lucas isn't entirely, like, it's not like he has a clean track record. Yeah. But yeah, no, she definitely makes something, like, comment about, like, the triangle. Right. Which, this is the thing that drives me crazy about Lucas. It's like, <sighs> do you remember what you did to Brooke? And you wonder, A, why she's behaving this way. And then, B, you have the audacity to be this angry with her for sleeping with somebody who she clearly does not care about. Well, like, that was and... so obviously just a, like, I am lonely and drunk. Well, yeah, there was, like, so much, like, empty bottles around. Like, right. it was... Rewatching this <laughs> 20 years later, man. Just... Yeah man yeah the world was different obviously like how we thought and how we worked were different like our expectations of life and boys Mm -hmm. or partners or whomever Uh, yeah wow stupid lucas get out of here 
Yeah. <laughs> Just like get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. He's just such a hypocrite, and I can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what, that's what I mean, right? Like, all of this stuff. Like, I don't remember him being so whiny, all the quotes, all the, like, meh, meh, the It's whine. so, it's I don't so, remember yeah. any of that. And it's so funny, because I do, <laughs> I do remember not really caring for Lucas that much. Yeah. But I don't remember him being this whiny. No. No. <laughs> and like I know they're teenagers or whatever but like I don't know even Nathan manages to be like even when Nathan's being whiny it doesn't come across as like annoying as Lucas no it really you know what doesn't you mean? and that's just, like I feel like Nathan's so much more mature and grown mm. up than I remembered too like it's right? this weird opposite like skewed vision of the world I know. Well, who knows what I was going through when I watched it, I guess. I don't know. Right? I was just, yeah, rewatching <laughs> it with Nathan. I'm like, man, the emotional maturity of this boy in some cases is truly off the charts. Oh, just like, man. Yeah. Nathan's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> forever. Yeah. Anyway. But moral of the boardwalk scene yes. is Brooke asks Peyton to talk to Lucas for mm-hmm. her because she's not good with words. And I was like, this seems like a bad idea, but whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really seem to go in that direction, but I was no, like, No, it really? doesn't. I, <laughs> yeah, that's where I was. I wasn't sure where I it was I was like, hold go. the phone. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, man. Speaking of Nathan, he goes by the studio yeah. to see Chris to give him money for Haley's studio time. Yeah. And... Chris immediately goes on the defensive about <laughs> sleeping with Brooke, which Nathan did not know about. And he's like, what? You slept with Brooke? Yeah. <laughs> and this was another moment where I was like, yes, Nathan. Because he's just like, not only pissed off about the fact that Chris is sticking his nose into places where clearly somebody is going to get hurt. Like, he's mm-hmm. like, why are you always doing this? Like, where other people's feelings are involved. Yeah. But then he also straight up calls him out for taking advantage of somebody who clearly yeah. has feelings for somebody else. I was like, yes, Nathan. Oh, yeah, the whole time he was just being like, like, you know what's happening here. You know, mm-hmm. both of these girls, all of these girls, you know, mm-hmm. are with someone in some sort of way. Yeah. Brooke, uh, Brooke and Lucas, like, yes, it's not like on paper, but mm, they're together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In all these situations and like, as we've learned, he's the older one. Mm-hmm. He should be smarter about mm-hmm. this. And he's doing all that. And like Nathan's just like calling him out every yeah. time. It's great. Uh, so anyway, Chris continues to run his mouth. So yeah. something about how Brooke's not his type and he goes for singers and then Nathan like gives him a hard shove and knocks him over. Yeah. <laughs> he makes gross comments about cheerleaders. Yes, he makes extremely gross comments about... He's just like... And that's just it. I also his don't character remember... would never fly today. I don't remember Chris Keller being like so gross douchebag either. I, like I remember him existing, but just not so like... Yeah purposely the evil douchebag character yeah Ugh. yeah like you could not make that character now without him being a straight-up villain whereas chris is kind of occupying like you're not supposed to like him but he's not like evil like dan no no no, yeah like it's just he's he's an antagonist but like 
and like causing things to happen that we need to happen yes. and like a bit of the exposition of things between different things but like mm-hmm. yeah but in the end it's almost like he's a comedic character like you know that it's right. not Despite all this thing about like sticking money in girls bathing suits on the beach and like yeah. saying gross things about cheerleaders and yeah. sleeping with high schoolers right yeah it's bad anyway Chris Keller yeah. <laughs> doesn't help that his like he just like he looks it, this, so yeah his sleazy. face there's something in this they make scene him look so sleazy so sleaze yeah Ugh. sorry to this man yep sorry Tyler sorry <laughs> you're quite a nice gentleman or something hopefully well because it's the kind of thing where i'm sure if he was playing a character who was perfectly nice you wouldn't think he looked super sleazy mm-hmm. but he can just like channel that really yep. well yep. <laughs> anyway nathan leaves without giving him the money yeah <laughs> which comes up again later <sighs> yeah Then we flip to Karen, oh, yes. who is being interviewed on the radio mm-hmm. about her mayor campaign. Yes. And why they should vote for her. And she says, like, the town matters to her and gives a little spiel. And then, mm-hmm. so they say there's a caller. Yeah. Keith. What yeah. did they say? An unemployed mechanic who used to live in Tree Hill. And at first, immediately I was like, what? That's such a weird way to introduce yourself. But well, then, of course... <laughs> What? No, cause, and like there's that hot second of like you hear Keith and you're like, <gasps> right? But then you're like, wait, an unemployed mechanic, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, mm. right. And then as soon as he starts talking, yes. it's Dan. It's Dan. Uh, well, and you can see like it catches Karen completely off guard too, right? Because yeah. she's like, what, Keith? She does like exactly the same thing we do. And then here's the voice on the other end of the phone. And she's like, oh my God. Yeah. So he goes, he says something about how her business partner is in a relationship with her opponent, blah, blah, blah. Also, like, is no one going to recognize this man's voice? Hasn't he been putting out campaign videos? Like, come on. And, like, apparently been, like, such a pillar of the community for the last right. however many decades. Like, please. And then, then, so it says something about her having a child out of wedlock. And I was like, bro, you had two. Yeah. Well, and, like. Like, were so... he and Deb married when Nathan was born? Maybe they were by then. But I mean, that baby was made out of wedlock, though. Yeah, and like, but like either way, with like both of his questions, Karen comes back with like a very oh yeah, like perfect answer because like the wedlock thing, she was like, well, actually, you know, like I see it as like a single mom, like raising a son to like mm-hmm. be better than the whatever, and like not like the boy who fathered him, fathered yeah. him, na na na, and I can't remember exactly what she what she says about like being partnered with Deb, but again, mm-hmm. it's just very like, bam, no, suck it, like. Oh, yeah, it was something about how she has a better head for business than she does for, yeah. like, her like her choice in men or relationships or whatever. Yeah, and it just, wait, and, like, and you can tell, like, the radio host is like, oh, like, yeah. you know, good save, like, excellent, perfect answer. And then it's so funny because then it cuts to, like, you see Dan on the phone, and you can tell he's just, like, sweet motherfucker, like, he, mm-hmm. like, he's been foiled. Ah. <laughs> Which, what did he expect was going to happen? Karen has always been able to... He like, rarely flusters her. Yes, out exactly. of all, like out of all the people, she's the one that she he very rarely flusters. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. And I think well, then that's when Deb walks in, and you know, just like, what do you think was gonna happen? And he's all like, right, right. And like, Meh. yep. 
And then, of course, that's when he says he's basically just going to, like, start threatening Nathan again. Yeah. Which he does. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think yeah. there's, like, a quick second where, like, he goes and talks to Nathan. And it's just, mm-hmm. of course, like, basketball, first game. There's going to be scouts. How are you on your knees? Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Yeah, because then after he leaves, Deb comes into his to Nathan's room. And he's, like, thought we were getting out because that doesn't what this it's not what that feels like right now. Yeah. Like, feels like we're staying. And Deb looks so upset. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, then we go to the mall. And some of our questions from last episode get answered. Yes. So it's as if maybe we did see these episodes before. Yeah, right? <laughs> or we just point. know how things work. I don't or know. Or that. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> We knew what was coming, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Brooke, to make herself feel better, has decided to go by Suburban Filth to see her designs in the store window. Yeah. And then she's talking to the manager of the store, I guess. Mm-hmm. And is asking, like, oh, so, like, what's next? <laughs> Girl's like, oh, well, like, you have a shift on Thursday or something. <laughs> yeah. Brooke's like, no, no, I mean with my designs. Like, how much do I get paid? Do I get to have to, like, make my own label? Blah, 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 blah. And the girl's like, oh, no, you like everything is belongs to the store now. Yeah. Because she signed some waiver when she got hired, which does maybe seem like something they would stick into a weird employee contract. A lot of like just in general, a lot of, you know, places like like that or just even anywhere, really. That's that's a thing where it's like if you come up with an idea while you work here, you don't own it or like. The whole, like, IP stuff. Like, that's absolutely a thing, for sure. So. And obviously, even Brooke says, like, I didn't read the weight, like. Right, because who actually reads through the entire thing? Well, especially, Unless it's, like. But even, like, a teenager starting their, like, after-school job? No. You don't know what any of that means, like. Yeah. Anyway. She's angry. Yep. As she should be. Yes. Because that's bullshit. Yes. Cut to Lucas, who's <laughs> pulling a Peyton and yep. painting over the red door with all black. Yes. <laughs> but I have a question. Yes. He painted... Okay, so do you remember in the other season yes. where Brooke lost their house and she was like, oh, like I just, you know, I've always been the girl behind the red door, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He painted that door red when she moved into their house, did he not? I believe so, yes. Right? Like, that was a thing. Yeah. So then I that's why that this is, thing. like, yes. an extra thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was, like, the girl behind the red door or something. Yeah, so then yeah. when he, like, offered for her to, like, stay kind of a thing and, like, mm-hmm. was, like, here, look, the red door. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that was, Yeah, like, so now he's painting over it, so it's, like, an extra... Yeah. He's painting it black, and Peyton's very, like, oh. Right? Steal my idea as much. <laughs> well, and right? But then she's, like, trying to talk to him and say, you know, Brooke feels really awful. Like, it makes sense that you're upset. And he's like, I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. And I'm like, yeah. mm. seems like, A, you're lying. And B, that's kind of the same emotion. Like, upset is a very vague, like, I feel like if you're disappointed, you are also upset. Yeah. You know? Anyway, he's extremely whiny about it. So I didn't pay much attention to what he was saying. Except for the part where he says he won't make that mistake again. 
Yeah, because she's, you know, it's just the, like, Brooke feels bad. Like, he he was just being grumbly. He wasn't even really, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, then we get this hilarious shot (laughs) where we're, like, on the other side of the door, except it's obviously not a door because you can see the paint strokes going over, like, glass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, I understand what you're doing here, but also it just looks like he's painting a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Um. Uh, the door. Oh, this is where we end up in some sort of classroom situation. Oh, right. With Whitey, like, working out, like, basketball plays. Right. And, like, all the the team and a bunch of the cheerleaders in, like, the suit and uniforms, Mm -hmm. respectively. But Whitey doesn't seem to be actually teaching something, so I don't know if this is some sort of, like, study hall class or something. Yeah, I was wondering that, too, because he's just, like, drawing out plays on the board. Yeah, it was odd. Yeah, I agree. I didn't understand what was happening either. Well, because at first I was like, oh, Whitey's teaching class. And I was like, oh, no, wait, he's not teaching class. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But it was an excuse just to get the right people talking. And yes, <laughs> Tim was telling Nathan that everyone's going to go get tattoos. Oh, my God. <laughs> Luke's and Peyton Tim. kind of continue their talk. And he has some sort of like, because Brooke's not there. And she's like, yeah. Brooke has never missed a game day. Never mind, like, first game of the season, game mm-hmm. day. Like, something's wrong. And he's like, oh, I'll go talk to her. Like, you know, but there's nothing to cheer about. I Again. Was not well, and then he, like, fakes like he's talking to Brooke, but, like, her empty desk. Yeah. It's just such a douchey thing to do. Yeah. Anyway. And then Bevan. <laughs> so Bevan suggests, um, like, a play for the game to Whitey and goes through, like, everything. <laughs> Very in detail. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah. And Whitey's like, shh. Like, let me concentrate. And then, he, and then afterwards, he's like, wait a minute. That's not a bad idea. Oh, oh so Bevan. Good. I adore her. Yeah. I love that she's so ditzy in some ways, but then is also, like, really smart in others. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> like, she actually pays attention to the basketball games. Incredible. Yeah. I love that for her. <laughs> uh... Oh, Haley has decorated Nathan's locker. Yes. For the game. Yep. So it's got like a basketball net on it and some other things. Yeah. They have a little moment. I know. They're just being like non-combative. Yeah. Not like, you know, we're getting back together, but just like nice, like open lines of communication, cute and sweet, but like mm-hmm. still, you know, respecting boundaries and whatever. And you're just like, oh, yes. Yeah. I love them. That's why when we get to the thing that happens later, and you're just like, yes. <sighs> I love them so much. And then in the exact opposite way, we have Lucas's locker, which is like wildly decorated. Yes, it has been decorated with a bunch of rainbow flags and a collage of what appears to be just men's bare torsos. Yes. <laughs> and some like fluffy pink. Yeah. Which, and so, like, Rachel did that in reference to their conversation in the last episode. Yeah, where she accused him of being gay because he wasn't interested in her. Because she's, she was, she was throwing herself at him without clothes on. Yeah. And he wasn't interested, so therefore, he was not a gentleman. 
he was gay. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but Brooke's been hiding this whole time, and she yeah. sees that. And of course, then she goes to her locker, and the inside is still decorated from when Luke decorated it. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh. I can't with all this. I know. It's too much. I felt so sad for Brooke, though. Even much. though she clearly deserves better. Yeah. Oh, can't wait for her to get better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I'm going to start having questions about the future, but I'm just going to stop because otherwise I'm going to get so distracted. I feel like I know where Brooke ends up, but then there's got to be like a giant middle chunk of like, because she, like, dates people, right? Yeah, I can't remember who she's dating in the whole in-between period. Like, literally. I remember yeah. one other. Hmm. Hmm. But beyond like, that, I don't know. Because, I like, I think I know who Endgame is. I definitely know who Endgame is. And I think I saw some of the start of, like, when he arrived. But, like, that at this point, like, is years later. So, like, yeah. anyway, whatever. But yeah, I don't know if she's dating anybody immediately in the, like, at the beginning of the time jump. Yeah. Anyway. I guess we have to get through all of this first. <laughs> yeah. We're still not even done senior year yet. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> We're not even halfway through senior year yet. I know. <laughs> We're, like, the third week into oh September. <laughs> Wild. Uh, but uh, Peyton goes to talk to Haley. Uh, because no one's been able to find Brooke and she's mm-hmm. worried and they kind of have a little like you know because they've still kind of they're not they've not been perfect Haley and Peyton no um but Peyton is asking for help it kind of makes a joke that was like a little too soon a little too far but yes <laughs> Haley is willing to help so mm-hmm. that's at least good yes they're on the mend yeah Oh. oh, and Dan gets interviewed on the radio. <laughs> of course, he's brought Deb with him. Yes, because his whole platform is family, family values. Family Well, and he's like going on about some crap about, I don't know. I can't even remember what he said. Something about like being a good father and blah, 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 yeah. blah. It was mm-hmm. all bullshit. So it didn't really matter. And then he has something <laughs> written out for Deb to read. Which I don't know why he thought this wasn't going to backfire on him. I know. So she <laughs> she starts reading it, but sounds so annoyed and like just like well, and 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 she's also reading it in a way where you can tell that she's literally reading a script, right? And it's just like. Dan's such a great father. Yeah. Dan's such a pillar of the community. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know, and like, you're just well, like. You can, and she like kind of pauses at certain points when she's like reading what it says and yeah. just sounds so like she doesn't believe a single thing she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Then we get the whiniest Lucas Oh, scene. my God. So Karen is listening to this radio show. She turns it mm-hmm. off after. And then Lucas comes in. Yeah. And like slumps in the chair. And oh, yeah. Like... And like pulls a <laughs> pillow into his chest and is like literally pouting like a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. And Ugh. you know what? I am all for teenagers acting like teenagers in teenage shows. But like. 
how, this just even seems too much. Yeah. 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 Some self-respect, my guy. (laughs) So Karen asks if he wants to talk about it, and he's like, there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) I'm assuming this is about Brooke. (laughs) I know. Uh, (laughs) And then she points out that uh, she's noticed the fact that the door on the side of her house has been painted black. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well and then oh my god this is so funny the fact that lucas didn't laugh at this i'm just like dude come on so she's telling him oh about god. a customer that once told her the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody else and then as soon as she says it she realizes <laughs> what it means i burst out laughing so did i because you know she was just going on like oh like it's you know it's brooks yeah. loss like oh whatever like you're but like you know you know find somebody else oh you know get over someone get under someone it's fine <gasps> oh my god oh my, i thought it was more like philosophical oh my god oh my god because you're like you just told your son to like go oh have sex <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good <laughs> <laughs> oh so fantastic yeah oh and then she says Something like, don't let your heart get in the way of the one thing you love most. Because she's talking about, like, go play basketball. You love basketball. That always cheers yeah. you up. I'm like, oh, I see you're doing, like, a double meaning that she doesn't realize right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I was also just, like, so over Lucas that I just didn't care. Valid. <laughs> so then, cut to Brooke eating an entire cake. Yep. <laughs> Which really just make, made me want cake. I know, right? I don't even like cake that much. Yeah. And Peyton and Haley show up and they're like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, please don't eat yourself to death. Yeah. I love, like, it's not even just, like, she's just, like, gone to town on this cake. Like, this mm-hmm. just has, like, a hole in it. It's not even, like, she was strategically, she's yes. just, like, eating straight out of the middle of it. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyway, Peyton tells her, like, you know, tell Lucas how you really feel. And Haley points out that the only thing Lucas has seen so far is that she spent her summer with a bunch of other guys and, like, is with another a bunch of other guys and is telling him that they're non-exclusive. And she's like, that's not even how you spent your summer. <laughs> yeah. Which is when we find out that Haley told Peyton about the letters. Yeah. And Brooke is like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then what happens? Something happens. Something they talk about something. I think they just like basically go over like she needs to go talk to Lucas. Oh, yeah. It's just the like, stop hiding. Go talk to him. Well, because like when Peyton and Haley were talking and Haley, Mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of like not sure if they're like friends again yet. And Haley was like, well, I have one idea. And then they go talk to Brooke, and they're like, just go talk to him. I'm like, this was not a, an idea. This was not. I know. I thought the idea was going to be. Some sort of, like, hijinks or, like. Or, like, at the very least, tell her to show Lucas the letters. Something. But, yeah. They you know? Just, like, like, a, yeah. When had the exact same conversation with her again. Yeah. I agree. I was just. I 
I thought the letters were going to factor in more significantly if that was the. I feel like. I mean, maybe they do. Yeah. Eventually, or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure they do eventually, because otherwise, why have them? But. Um. Anyway. No. Moving on. This whole. Let me get back to the river court with Lucas. Playing basketball in his suit, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan, what is? Because again, it was Lucas and Dan, so I really stopped paying attention. <laughs> but basically, Dan was just trying to was telling Lucas to like make sure he's always throwing the ball to Nathan. It was yeah. it was just the classic Dan basketball speech crap, mm-hmm. and then him being stupid about like, oh, your heart medication, like Whitey doesn't know, and blah blah blah. Right, and he basically uses the fact that Whitey doesn't know to blackmail back blackmail. Luke into passing to Nathan. Yeah. Saying that if he doesn't, he's just going to tell Whitey. Yeah. So. I know. Oh, my God. Speaking of two people in the same room that you would rather not. Chris comes by. Yeah. The Scott residence looking for Nathan. Um, This is hilarious because Dan at first just opens the door like a crack and is like, (laughs) peeking his head through in this really weird <laughs> manner and I was like what is he doing and then as he opens it wider a vase falls yeah that he catches and I was like oh I see what's happening now yeah. so they're like Deb has booby trapped the door yeah <laughs> so Dan invites him in pours him a drink goes on about how he's like practically Chris's biggest fan because he screwed up Nathan's marriage and he was trying to do that himself. And I was like, God, you're the worst. Yeah. Oh, and then he, oh, he's, he's so gross. He says, you remind me a lot of myself. Maybe I know your mother. I'm pretty sure that was the point where I like physically gagged. And like, I was watching this while I was working. I'm doing stuff and that happened. I like, I, I'm, that was the moment I literally was like, <laughs> like, I just, oh, gross. Gross. Like, gross. I, I don't even know what to say to that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. 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 <sighs> anyway, the reason Chris is there is he's looking for the $500 that he needs Yes. Which is when Dan finds out, oh, and he's like, oh, so I guess I'm producing Haley's album and like. Yeah, put me in the liner notes. (sighs) But then Dan's like, do you want to make some real money? So I guess we're left to assume that Dan's going to try and sabotage things further by paying Chris Keller money to do something stupid. Yeah, presumably. I feel like. Chris has to have a redeeming moment, right? Like where he's I was going like, to say, I feel like this might be where Chris comes through. Or yeah, like so like Dan yeah. thinks he's sabotaging, yes. but then like Chris like the yes. the switch the switcheroo. Because from what I remember, Chris does end up being like at least slightly redeemed. Like he's never the yeah. villain. Yeah, agreed. So yeah. he has to redeem himself at some point. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> because getting involved with Dan, that's an immediate never redeeming. So Exactly. <laughs> It's either now or never. So I think he might be playing Dan. I hope so anyway. Which no. honestly, after he made that comment. Yeah. I would not do anything for him either. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll take your money, but I'm not doing 
jack shit for you. Well, especially because, like, at this point, he has been helping Haley. He has been... Yeah. Technically, even though, like, he and Nathan kind of, like, throw barbs and this and that, like... Mm -hmm. And again, the Brooke thing sort of aside, he hasn't been causing trouble or doing things. Where, like, he absolutely could have. He could have just been hitting on Haley the whole time. He could have... Whatever. You know? Yeah. So... Fingers crossed. Oh, damn. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, then Nathan and Lucas get angry in the locker room. Yes, because they are still not friends. And Nathan throws down some bombs again. Oh, doesn't he just? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he's telling Lucas that his game sucks, and he's like, if the whole Brook thing is going to mess with your head, like, you should take yourself out of the game. Yeah. Um, and, like, you need to fix your game because it sucks. And Lucas is like, you need to fix your marriage because it sucks. And then Nathan's like, well, I'm just going to give you some advice about Brooke. Just forgive her, man. She loves you. Yeah, just like you said to me. Yeah. And he's like, doesn't help much, does it? And I was oh, like, God. yes! So <laughs> Mostly on. because I was always so annoyed by the fact that Lucas said that to Nathan in the first place. Like, <laughs> calm down, bro. I, I was, I, I'm looking up the quote on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, so of course, yeah, Nathan, if all this stuff with the broke game, whatever. Lucas, oh, thanks for your concern, but like, mind your business, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Nathan, yeah, I am. And like, fix your game. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh god. Because like, you know, like, when you see the quotes broken down, it's like, Lucas, colon, the quote, yes. Nathan. So like, Lucas, your marriage sucks, fix it. Nathan, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the same brilliant advice that you gave me when Chris kissed Haley. And then it, it has this little, like, bracket. Nathan copies Lucas's voice and signature squint. <laughs> and then it's like Nathan Scott in quotes, just forgive her, man. She loves you. And then like in brackets, Lucas glares at Nathan. And Nathan, doesn't help much, does it? Oh my god. Lucas's voice and signature squint. That's dead. So good. Oh my IMDB god. coming in with the with the shade. Yeah. That's so funny. Absolutely incredible. And then we kind of get a little like we see the we see the gym or they like people are coming at Brooks around listening something. Yeah, Mouth and Gigi are like oh, doing yeah, their thing for the podcast. Yeah, they're starting the reporting. Yeah, we see a bit of the gym stuff starting to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I also don't understand this part. Yes. Haley and Peyton. In dressed as cheerleaders, because of course, mm-hmm. that's just because Chris keeps talking about cheerleaders. Go to the studio. Yeah. But all that really happens is that Peyton slaps him and then they leave. I think Haley picks up like a folder or something. Okay, see, I did not see that. So, so I'm assuming was so she confused. was coming by to pick something up, but also I was like, why are we doing this now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's just so that they can have this interaction. Yeah. But, <laughs> Yeah. I was also confused about what was happening. <laughs> well, because he, he's so gross about it, too, right? Like, he says something about, like, oh, are you jealous to Haley for sleeping with Brooke? And then, like, oh, I was thinking about you the whole time. And I was like, Hugh. Yeah. Which is when Peyton slaps him. <laughs> yes. But then we get Peyton and Hate. Uh, yeah. I always think that I keep, you like, right. reversing. <laughs> well, because in my head I was like, did I say, like, Hayton and Paley? And I got so confused. <laughs> oh, my father's dyslexia. Haley and Peyton driving, because obviously, like, Peyton had picked Haley up and they were driving mm-hmm. together, and, like, 
Peyton apologizes for being a bitch, and she's like, no, it's okay. And then Peyton, oh. Yeah. Says that, like, I'm just so tired of everyone leaving, and everyone had good reasons. However, you're the only one that came back, so I was taking my anger out on you. Yeah. But then she just kind of, like, looks at her, and she's like, welcome home. And you're like, yay! Yeah. So, like, I do think the entire point of that scene is just to, like, solidify the Peyton Haley friendship again. Yeah. So, I'm happy about that, even if it happened weirdly. Um, we get a brief shot of Lucas popping his pills, like dry. Yeah, and like behind the lockers where no one can see him, so that nobody and then, sees. And then he like slips them back into his. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So they're all just getting ready for the game. You know, Nathan's getting his ankle wrapped. He takes those chain with his writing ring off and puts it in his locker. Well, anyway. kind of like debates because I feel like it was yeah. one of those like so we know that he is like in the everyday still wearing it. Yes. Um, but I mean, it does make sense to take it off for the game. So yeah. Because sure. at first I was like, wait, is this some sort of like big like, oh, he's taking it off. And I was like, well, no, it just makes sense for him to not wear it. Mm-hmm. And I think he was just like contemplating the ring, like yeah. thinking about their relationship. Yeah. Uh, then Chris shows up at the school and we're, at first you're like, what the hell is he doing here? Unfortunately, we do find out. <laughs> and he sees Rachel and Bevan and cheerleader number three. Oh, I was just going to say that. <laughs> like, literally, like, number three. <laughs> She's, she doesn't have a name. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. And, of course, that's when he's like, oh, three cheerleaders. Because he had made some sort of comment to Nathan earlier about, like, three cheerleaders. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't sleep with cheerleaders unless there's three, three of them. <laughs> Uh, but like Rachel tears him down pretty quick so yes well because first he tells her that she's on his to-do list and then she again this is where then I started again asking like how old is he because she's like why do you want to like come here and like hang around high schools and like be the old guy at a high school trying to pick up high school girls and you're like "Mm." exactly yeah yeah Yeah. well then it's so funny as he's walking walking away Bevan's like bye and Rachel <laughs> gives her this look she's like sorry <laughs> I love Bevan so much oh, the man. best oh my god then Tim <clears throat> so they're in the locker room yeah. Tim's showing Nathan his new tattoo which is a little cherub with his with, number with 55. his number and a banner that says Ravens yeah but like a very classic like on an Italian fresco painting, oh, yeah. like, cherub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he asked Nathan, because at this point I had noticed that Nathan all of a sudden has a buzz cut. Yes. And so then Tim asked him, like, what did you get? And Nathan just makes a comment, like, I just got a buzz cut. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, how, like, what, how did, what is this about, like, did he accidentally cut his hair? Is this a, so, for a reason? Like, so what happened here? So the first time that Tim is saying is talking to him about all the guys getting tattoos yeah. in the cl- in the classroom. Nathan says something about how I thought we were all just getting buzz cuts. So I think this is like oh, a okay. beginning of season kind of tradition where they all get a buzz cut. Oh, okay. Or something. Although Sounds good. Lucas hasn't, right? Not yet. No, not at this point. He's had it right. at other points, but not here. Right. So it, it, to me, it just seemed like a, a beginning of season ritual where all the okay. guys yeah. buzz their heads. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because guys who play sports on teams do weird things. Yes. Um, 
But then it's super funny because Whitey comes in and he's like, Tim, put your clothes back on. He was just like, I was just telling everybody, like, I got my tattoo, my number tattooed. And Whitey immediately is like, eh, here's your new number. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he has it on his lower back. Like, I think Nathan even says Nathan, to him, 100%, like, nice tramp stamp. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the, the Whitey pep talk. Yes. And this is finally where the right. team finds out that this is Whitey's last season. I'm not going to lie. I forgot they didn't know. <laughs> well, it, it's because, like, this TV season started in the summer of their lives. Right. So, like, it's been a while. So, yes, yeah, so, like, it's weird that, like, because then, then we had, like, that first practice, which was, like, right. a few episodes ago now. So, like... And we haven't been as much in basketball because like we haven't even had mm-hmm. Whitey in a few episodes. So yeah, I kind of forgot too. Just yeah, like, I was literally like, oh yeah, they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. And so then that's when like at the end, as they're all like walking out, then like Nathan says something to Lucas like, because I guess he thought that like maybe Lucas was purposely just gonna like suck at basketball or something. And he said like, well, you know, you've screwed this up for us. You're screwing it up for Whitey. And you're like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Oh, Lucas. Yeah. So we get our cheerleader routine first, yep. and then the mascot comes out, and then the team is announced as yep. everyone comes out, and then someone singing the national anthem. Chris Keller sings the national anthem. Yeah, and Mouth sounds so irritated when he says Chris Keller's name. It's so yeah. funny. And now singing the national anthem, Chris Keller. Yeah. Well, and like my thing is, why is this random person hanging around this small town, or is he like from the area, or like? Do they know him? Like, why is he there all Extremely the time? unclear. But remember, wasn't he working at the record store at one point when Peyton saw him? Yes. So, like, what was he doing there in the first place? Well, then, like, or, but then, like, why, how come people, like, don't, because it doesn't seem like they've always known him. But, like, at that point, like, if he's already famous enough to be going on tour with the records when that happened, and he was from that town and works in the record store, wouldn't people, like, I feel like it doesn't seem like people know mm-hmm. him but in theory he's kind of from there so they should know him because if you're a small town and someone's famous you're like oh right. my god it's that guy it's all very strange to me yeah but whatever any who's deb and dan come and they're a bit late and of course dan's mad because they have to like show up together and mm-hmm. whatever and deb says something about i guess like karen's actually like doing really well in the polls after the radio thing and the dad makes gross comments about, like, just, yep. you know, put your tits out. and Yes, he says, stick out your chest and try to look pretty. Yeah. He's Ugh. so, oh, God, he's the worst. Yeah. And then it's game time. <laughs> Lucas is hallucinating Chris making out with Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. The game happens. They're not doing well. No. Lucas Although is very Nathan distracted. does make some shots. Yes. Nathan's doing okay. Yeah. Lucas is sucking. Yes. They have. <laughs> and then, like, the one good part, point. Yeah. Where, like, Nathan is kind of getting double teamed. So his only option is to throw Lucas the ball. And Lucas is like, no, like, throw it to me, throw it to me. But Lucas is doing it purposely because he yeah. knows that Chris Keller is directly behind him. Yeah. So when Nathan pitches him the ball, he moves and it just like blasts it's Chris Keller in the, face. Him in the face. And even Nathan's like, oh. 
think that's stuff. the best movie made all night. Yeah. <laughs> but that does re- result in the end, they lose the game. Yes. And Whitey is so mad. And we end up in the locker room with Dan being a douchebag. Yes. But in between that game, there's one brief scene of Brooke taking all the pictures down off of her her bulletin board of her and all her boys of the summer. Oh, I didn't see that. And she takes all the pictures down except for the one of her and Lucas. Except for the one of her and Lucas. Yeah. I could have. Yeah. I didn't even see it. So anyway, that happened. Well, it's so brief. It's so brief that like literally if you looked away to do something, you would have missed it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because you figured it's just the game. So anyway. But yes, then we go to the locker room. And of course, you know, Dan comes in with this, like, slow clap. Oh, like, yeah, oh so much for the undefeated clap. season, guys. Uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Yep. Which, again, is when I sort of stop paying attention, just because he's being such a douchebag. And then, because I don't know, he, of course, he's just, you know, being a dick to Nathan. And well, and he says something to the whole team about, like, how they're all a joke. And then Nathan says, like, you're the joke or something. Oh, and then is that when he, like, slams That's him into the locker? That's when Dan slams him up oh, against okay. the locker. And, like violently oh yeah like like this was not a like oh like this was actual violence yeah and then that's when like whitey comes out with a bat with a bat and it was like you need to go yeah yeah yep like like just even like that whole moment just had like a different vibe oh yeah yeah oh yeah just like with a baseball bat like and because it wasn't just because, like, we get it. Dan, the, you know, sleazy, sleazy douchebag, mm-hmm. whatever. This was violence. Yeah. And, like, Whitey... Okay, yes, he had a bat. That's violent. But, like, that was in a, like, self-defense protecting children. Because mm-hmm. these are children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make note of that for Dan in the future. Violence. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, so then, I mean, well, Whitey tells all the boys to hit the showers. Yeah. Because <laughs> they stink. <laughs> yeah. Double meaning. Um, Brooke is waiting outside the gym, I guess, for Lucas. Yeah. And he's walking out with Rachel. Yeah. Which is when, and when he sees her, he asks Rachel for a ride. Yeah. Very, like, pointedly. Yes. <sighs> and you're like cool yeah anyway yeah then we get rachel and luke in the car yeah and she's just going on about how badly they played um and then like says something like i told you so and i don't know i don't even remember exactly what she says uh the, I know I can't remember how she puts it because, and then he says says something about like, you know, like I'm not hooking up with you, and she was like, no, like mm-hmm. I'm not hooking up with you. I think basically, I think she was basically just telling him to like get over Brooke, or yeah, go fix it. Yeah, like, but in do a like, going to make you happy. Oh yeah, because it's something about be in the moment. That's what it was. Right, yeah, be in the moment, right. and be happy, and you know, like this isn't. You know, I'm not hooking up with you. Like, I'm I'm better than that. Or something like she says. And you're just like, you're yeah. right. <laughs> you are. Right? And then she kicks him out and he has to walk. It's so good. <laughs> this is when I was like, I like Rachel much sooner than I remember. Yeah. Like, she's still annoying at times, but she does it so 
intentionally. Well, well yeah, and because at this point, she's still technically antagonistic towards Brooke, which is yeah. what I don't like. Yeah. But you see her now starting to come around with everyone mm-hmm. else and have these redeeming moments so that you know that she's not actually like that. Yeah. So we just need her and Brooke to, like, sort it out, and then it's yeah. going to be fine. I'm exactly. assuming is what happens. Yes. Because, yeah, like, at this, the last couple of episodes, she's been the slightly smarter one. Right. I mean, again, aside from, like, randomly taking her clothes off on the basketball court. But, like... Yes. Even then, like, it didn't really seem like, had Lucas gone for it, it didn't really seem like she wanted him to go for it. Mm-hmm. I think she was just trying to get him to, like, make a decision. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then Brooke is just like sitting sadly by herself on the bleachers <laughs> in yeah. the empty gym. Um, Peyton comes to find her and she tells her that Lucas left with Rachel and Peyton's like, no one can take anything from you unless you let them basically. Cause she's worried about Rachel taking everything of hers, including the squad. And Brooke's like, yeah. And my clothes too. And Peyton's like, I think we should pay them a visit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, what's going to happen here? <laughs> Then, oh, Haley and Nathan are so cute. (sighs) Haley's been waiting outside for Nathan. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, a good game. And like, you know, you had like so many points. And he's like, well, actually, I only had this many. She's like, well, but you had some really hard shots. So like, they should be worth like more points. And he's like, no. And then he's like, wait, did you like wait for me? And she's like, yeah. But then he explains, after a bad game, he likes to like walk home alone just to kind of like be with his thoughts. But again, there's, and like, and it's not in a like, I don't want to talk to you, Haley. He's no. just more just in a like, that's what I normally do. And yeah. then she's like, okay, cool. You know, like, if you, if you want to talk, like, call me later, whatever. And like, and again, you know, a few episodes ago, if she was saying that, he would be like, no, Murray. But he was just like, okay, you know, like, and yeah. they're just, it's just nice and sweet. And again, you can just tell they're like starting to have communication again. And then she starts to walk away. Yeah. And her cell phone rings. And it's Nathan calling her. Yeah. And it's just that scene because you see her like turn around and you're like, Ooh. it's so cute. Well, and then she goes to walk with him. I know. So they're going to walk home together. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. Yep. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> so Brooke and Peyton go to Suburban Phil. Oh, yeah. And just take all of Brooke's designs and stick them in pillowcases to basically just steal them. Oh, they just steal them. Like, because the manager comes and like, oh my god, you're like stealing. And she's like, no, this one. And they just like fully run, like the alarms go off. And I'm like, this is, we are are thefting here. (laughs) Right? You are running through the mall with alarms going off, thefting. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And also, like, surely those can't be the only Well, yeah. Right? Because like the way that they talk about this store is that it's it's like an H&M or something. Like, it's a... Right. Like a chain. Yeah, because if it was just, like, someone's store, they wouldn't be able to just, like, make... I mean, no. I, I guess they could, like, make her designs, but, like, not that fast and not that quickly. Like, And would they have such a, a waiver thing in place? Like, it sounded like it was, like, a large company policy, not, like... And that's just it, right? Like, that yeah. kind of stuff is, like, companies, not just, like... You and, and I'm pretty I sure they talk like, about head office at one point or something, don't definitely. they? Or like the yeah. higher ups. So think, yeah. it has to be multiple yeah. locations. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. They're just engaging in some light thievery. Yeah. <laughs> A stolen. Yep. And then 
So Mouth oh, yeah. stops by to see Karen and calls her Mayor Rowe, which is really cute. Because she's like, I think you're maybe the only person who's ever going to get to call me that. And like, <laughs> mm, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Yeah. And he has filmed Dan throwing Nathan into the locker and has yeah. footage on his phone. Mr. Family values himself throwing his son up against a locker extremely violently. Mm-hmm. And so. again, I don't really remember like what plays out with this whole like Me mayoral either. thing. Um, but yeah, mouth coming in for the win, right? And then yes. we get Lucas being whiny and saying, "Yeah, a quote. he's well, yeah," and he's like staring morosely out at the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. Robert Louis Stevenson once wrote, You cannot run away from weakness. You must sometime fight it out or perish. And if that be so, why not now and where you stand? (laughs) While he proceeds to chuck his heart meds into the river. Oh, I didn't even... Oh, yeah. (sighs) Lucas, I can't. Yep. I can't, I can't. So you're like, okay, so you'd rather die playing basketball because you don't want to take these heart pills? Yeah. Which, like, also, aren't they expensive? Wasn't this a whole storyline? You just chuck, yes. like, you might as well have just taken your paycheck and tossed it in the river. No. Dude. Anyway. Yeah. That's where we end. Yeah. And, like, every episode, it's just me going, what happens now? Yeah, for real. <laughs> what does happen now Haley and Nathan for the win they're clearly on the mend and I'm so excited because this show is so much better when they're together yep and not fighting yeah Rachel we can see is eventually going to come around I think yeah don't know what's going to happen with Brooke and Lucas because Luke is a whiny baby um yeah also he's trying to kill himself slowly with basketball ugh yeah um, although not slowly necessarily, but like, <laughs> like a Russian roulette style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really agree. <laughs> um, and yeah, obviously something is going to come about with this Karen and Dan Mayer race. Yeah. And this whole situation with Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, all right. The only, like, new person that I clocked was, like, the store manager, who, like, obviously we're probably never going to yeah, see again. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. And she wasn't, like, someone who was somebody. Yeah, that was the only person I had, too. Um, I had most annoying as Dan, because yeah. it hasn't actually been him in a while, and he was the worst in this Yeah, he episode. was awful. Yeah. He was, he was violent, he was sleazy, he was annoying, he was all of the things that Dan is in mm-hmm. this episode. Just crude, rude, stupid, ugh, hated it. Yep, that's who I had as well. Um, Did you have, like, a most high school moment? Yes, it was the decorated lockers before the game. Fair. We never did that, but I assume that that's an actual thing. I mean, we never did it for, like, sports events, Mm. I don't think. Maybe we did it for football games. I don't know. I actually don't remember that. But we definitely did it for people's birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, like, that happens on, like, an episode of the OC, too, right? Where, like, Mm -hmm. doesn't... Or on an episode of something where like every team member has like a girl who like does stuff for them. What show was that? Oh yeah. What was that? That was the thing, right? Was that this show? Is it later on maybe? Or did it already happen? Did I, maybe it already happened. Hmm. No. 
what? It, I don't, it definitely didn't happen. But the, do you know, right? And like, oh my God, yes. They're, no, they're sort of like this. assigned a boy in a way. And yes. like, that's the whole point. It's sort of like you're, they're supposed to decorate their lockers, but then it's also, oh wait, I'm thinking oh. of an episode of CSI. Are you? <laughs> I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of an episode of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> It happens on Friday Night Lights. Mine ends That's why very so differently. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah, no, it's an episode of Friday Night Lights. Okay. That happens on Friday Night Lights. Yeah. CS- <laughs> CS- I'm pretty sure it was CSI, and it was much more like Criminal Mind, one of those. And then it was more like, you know, you're supposed to decorate his locker, but really, like, you're supposed to, like, sleep with them, but, like, you don't sleep with them. Was it CSI? Was it Bones? It might have been Bones. And, like the one girl who like knows that like her boyfriend is with the other uh, it's cool anyway <laughs> i mean yes that's the whole thing in friday night lights too except there's no murder involved i'm yeah. assuming there's murder involved if it's bones or csi yes because <laughs> um. <laughs> it has something to do with like their lipstick it was a whole yeah anyway okay yeah no this is just like the one character has this girl this cheerleader who's following him around and doing things for him and his girlfriend is like well, what the hell yeah <laughs> Uh, did you have a quote of the episode? I didn't have one picked out, but now I just think it's that whole bit with Nathan and Lucas where he's, where they're in the locker room and he says the thing about where he, where he imitates Lucas. I think it's that one. She loves you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a different one? No, I didn't really have one either. Cause like. It's not like there was a singular quote to pull out really. Yeah, because I'm trying to, like, look at some of the other ones, you know, like, you know, during the game, like, Nathan says to Lucas, like, hey, quit looking at Keller. We already mm-hmm. know he can score. Huzzah. Or, like, you know, so, like, yeah, like, yeah. there was just nothing that was, like, super. I'm even trying to, like, check here. Where are the other quotes? But, yeah, like, just nothing. I mean, I think Gigi has something good about, like, going into the locker room and oh, one yeah, of Gigi's right. like weird yes <laughs> weird quotes so on me <laughs> oh yeah I'm gonna go hide inside the locker room to get a look at them after <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> oh man uh and did you have a song of the episode slash there's obviously only one answer I mean it's obviously the Jack's Mannequin song <laughs> however I mean, yeah before that happened Right, because we get the Jimmy World song first. Well, so there's an eel song right from the start. Right. Which is not like the eel song, because I can't even think of what the eel song is, yeah. but I know that it's not it. We have another Boss House song. Who mm-hmm. the hell is Boss House? I don't know. Then we get Jimmy World with Peyton mm-hmm. and Haley driving. Well, and it has a fairly substantial, like, it, it stands out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is the song of the episode. <laughs> nope. Well, and then when it's the when the cheerleader's getting ready for the game, it's Jamiroquai, and I just have to, like throw that out for a second <laughs> what it's not even like the jamiroquai song but I, yeah at that point again i was all in mm-hmm. oh and then there's like an allison uh, alan parsons project song but then i hear a yes. few notes yeah and that's why i didn't really pay much attention to the basketball game that's that um mixtape jack's mannequin yeah it's not e- that's not even like my jack's mannequin song but it started and i was like oh done Yes. Da, I mean, that has to be it, right? Like, da, da, and then the episode ends with, uh, it's called Song Beneath the Song by Maria Tyler, which I didn't actually know the name of or who sang it, yeah. but I recognized it from Grey's Anatomy. Oh. I was like, this is a Grey's Anatomy song. 
I definitely have not seen a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Well, aside from the fact that well, it was point, like the like beginning of Grey's episodes. Anatomy. Okay, then at that yeah, point I probably like had heard it because I definitely saw it Season one or first. something, I think. Yeah. Season one or season two. I've never rewatched, so like I don't. It's not even that I rewatched; it's that mm. I, along with the One Tree Hill soundtrack and the OC Fair. soundtracks, the first soundtrack for Grey's Anatomy <laughs> is really really good. <laughs> Um, so those were just a lot of soundtracks I listened to. So yeah. I recognized that song specifically <laughs> from Grace. <laughs> I didn't even know they played it in One Tree Hill. Yeah. But anyway, so lots of uh, interesting music happening in so, this episode. Yeah. Unlike last good. episode, which was kind Where of... Where there was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and again, we... mm-hmm. when do we start having bands at Trick? I don't Can't know. I thought this. it happened so much more than this. Me too. And I'm so confused. Because they're not even in high school for that much longer. I mean, I guess it's a season more than half. Yeah, like, yeah, we still have, like, 30-plus episodes, but you can't just tease me with the Jack's mannequin when I know when he's coming. Right? When does he get there? I don't know. Because he plays dark blue, and I'm going to lose my mind. I think it's this season. But I'm I don't gonna, know when. I'm not also, apologize like, in advance. Boy come back. Fall Out Boy has to come back. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they have to come back because. Yeah. Peyton dates Pete Wentz. <laughs> right? And while I feel like he's maybe. You only see them together for an episode, in yes. theory, it, it, it arcs over a couple of episodes. Yes. They're doing like a long distance thing while yeah. he's touring. And I feel like a whole bunch of other people play too. I know that I'm just being focused on Jack's mannequin because no, you're life. but like you're but there's other right. people. Yeah. There's other like I don't know. Yes. <sighs> Who even knows what happens next? Not us. Nope. Like, Certainly not. In the slightest. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about the next episode because just trying to read this description, I feel like I'm in that fever dream that started the last episode. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so we'll leave it there. We will. There's going to be some jail and some riverboats. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. I'm not going to